Welcome to the Agency Profit Podcast, a show dedicated to going deep space on agency operations, which is just as nerdy as it sounds. I'm your host, Marcel Petipoff. I'm the CEO of Parakeeto, a firm that helps digital and creative agencies measure and improve their profitability. Join me as I interview some of the smartest thought leaders and agency owners in our space and go deep into operations, metrics, and all the other things you need to get right so you can spend less time worrying about operations and more time executing on your vision. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Agency Profit Podcast. I've got another exciting guest for us today. This is someone that, if you're like me, you have seen this person before, probably in an ad, probably in many ads on your Facebook and Instagram and social media accounts. He is the co-founder of Traffic and Funnels, where he helps high-level consultants, coaches, and experts develop lead generation machines to scale their businesses to seven figures a year. He's also the co-founder of Wealth Cap Holdings and Sales Mentor, and he's scaled these businesses to over eight figures a year in less than five years and today runs them with his partner Taylor Welsh in just a few hours a week and I'm sure we all want to learn how to run an eight-figure business in just a few hours a week with all of that Mr. Chris Evans thanks so much for being here with us today Marcel thanks for having me and uh, I'm glad to hang man it'll be fun now, of course, what sets you apart from a lot of folks is how fast that business grew. I mean, what was the catalyst for traffic and funnels specifically to just like skyrocket the way that it did? I'd say for me and Taylor, we were both very aggressive personalities. Um, nothing. I think our mentality is very unstoppable and we have the ability to endure a lot. We're risk takers. Um, and I, ultimately, I'd say our ability to focus and just go all in on one thing and just see that thing across the finish line was probably the thing that kind of put us over. Um, and where a lot of people, they, they focus on a lot of different offers for a lot of different clients and a lot of customization. They're doing all kinds of different things. There is a cost to that versus what we did is, and in the beginning we, we had different clients and we were doing kind of everything. We, I mean, wrote webinars, ran ads for people, built funnels for people. Um, but then when we started locking into consulting, it was way more leverageable for us. And so we had one offer that fit one person and we just went as fast into that as possible. Um, and I'd say that was part of maybe the biggest part of our, our growth curve and just our, our aggressiveness and our ability to take on risk. So to kind of dig into that a little bit, you know, what were some of the systems that you had to get in place in order for you to not only focus on that offer, but make it scale the way that it did? Um, so we had to identify several things. One of the core parts of our business, marketing sales. Um, and one of the things that I talk about and I teach our clients this, our high level clients is the the philosophy of backing out. We understand like the pillars of your business. So for our business model, it's really it's customer success. The people who you, you've sold your offer to now you need to help them get the success that you've sold, the sales, the marketing, the operations. And so when you start the business, I mean, it's, it's essentially you doing all of it. And so as quick as possible, you need to identify what are the other pillars that I can put in, in place in those those parts, whether it's a person or it is a process and identifying that one um, because you need to get time back as quick as possible Two, to remove yourself for sure from the things that 
suck <laughs> that you hate was really important for longevity because I remember, man, just sitting in meetings or dealing with financial stuff or operational stuff. You know, I'd rather like jump out of my two story window than to do that. Um, and just the more we've locked into just staying in our lanes of what we are really good at, the faster we have been able to grow with the least amount of time from us, which has been really awesome. So just to give everyone a little context, um, you've got a couple of different ventures now up and running. What does the landscape of your business look like today? Um, you know, and, and what level is that operating at? Yeah, so Traffic and Funnels, that was the business probably people would know us by that we started um, end of 2015, beginning of 2016, and just took off like a rocket ship. Um, and that's kind of what I would consider our platform company. We have a lot of infrastructure there. We have a great sales team there, marketing team there operations team there. And so we got to a place where um, that business is a great cash flow business and, and our standards of profitability are very high. So it throws off a lot of profit. So now it created a problem for us, a great problem for us where um, you know, I've got the house I want from my, my wife's dream house. We got a lake house. We got a bow. Like we can travel when we want, but we have additional overage of cash. Uh, and so because of that, we don't want to be make the same mistake that a lot of people have made in the past. And that is not being smart with the money that you're making today to invest into long-term passive wealth building. You look around, you still have a lot of these guys and gals who kind of been in the industry for a long time and they're still having to hustle. They're still having to grind just as hard, if not, you know, even more hard than what they used to back in the day. And we just didn't want to be there, you know. And so because of that, last year, we started a company called WealthCap. And it's our real estate investing company. Because one of the things that's really important for us, and that's a big goal, is for us to have optionality. And a lot of people, they don't, they don't have that because they don't have a vision of it. And for me, optionality is the option to do whatever the heck I want when I want. And so uh, whether I want to go on the boat today whatever, you know, it's just the option to do whatever I want. And I think that is ultimate wealth and being rich and freedom. And so wealth cap is it's that, that vehicle to have optionality. So that, and then sales mentor, um, is our sales education company. We are lethal in the sales arena. And I think we're ahead of the curve. Um, even hearing that from other people who are really smart and been in the business for a long time, uh, we just have a really good culture, sales culture and stuff. And so out of that, we birthed this sales coaching company that now we train other people how to do sales the right way. Not pushy, not douchey, not all the slimy stuff, but sales is leadership. So we started this company and that kind of just hobbled along and I rebuilt the team um, in the last six months and that company's just exploded. So we went from basically zero at the beginning of this year because I had to rebuild the team and this month, we should we should do over 600. Do you want some free resources to help you measure and improve your profitability? If you do, then I want to tell you about our agency profitability toolkit, which you can grab absolutely free in the show notes or by heading to parakeeto.com forward slash toolkit. It's packed with training videos, cheat sheets, templates, and all kinds of other great resources to help you start measuring and improving the essential metrics that are going to drive better profitability in your business. And it's helped thousands of other agencies around the world do the same. 
So I want to encourage you to go and grab a copy of that. And if you'd rather get in the fast lane and just have our team of experts guide you through the process of measuring and improving your profitability, then I want to encourage you to apply for a consultation at parakeeto.com. And with that, I want to thank you again for tuning in. I hope you enjoy the episode and I'll let you get back to it. Grand in revenue. It, it really is incredible, you know, just the, the ability that you guys have to set up a business, scale it. And again, to your point, not have it consume your life and actually in many ways free you up to experience more of the things that you want. Um, so I'm sure there's a lot of people sitting, listening to this or they're on a treadmill and they're in their car and they're scratching their head thinking like, how does that work? Uh, can we break down what needs to be true for you to run a business that's scaling that fast or that's, you know, that big and be able to run it in a few hours a week the way that you do? What, what do you have to have in place? What are the keys? I'd, I'd say one thing is really important is you have to have a destination. You have to have goals. And it's phenomenal the amount of people I talk to, entrepreneurs, that they don't know what they want. Even people who are, who are doing well and they're successful. Uh, they don't really know what they want. And I'm not talking about just the finances, but what do you want out of your day to day? What do you want your week to look like? Or what do you want your months to look like? And you have to have a clear picture exactly what that looks like. Because if not, you're going to be aimless and you'll have no pool to get you through when it does suck, when it's not going according to plan. So number one, having a vision, a goal, exactly what you want your life and your business to look like. The other part is you need people. Right. To scale fast, I have the ability to identify really good people and to put them into place because I have a picture I have a vision of what I want, where I'm going and exactly what I need to get there. So being able to assign the primary responsibilities for our goals, what we need to achieve to get to the ultimate destination and getting out of their way and letting them do what I brought them in to do. Those are two crucial keys that I see people missing it all the time. Another part I would say is having the proper constraints. So a lot of people, they don't understand this and they will scale out of control, right? Whether they don't have um, the proper budget set in place for their ads or, you know, they're not willing to grow to an, another level unless they've hit certain things in the business where there's new stability and, you know, there's proper foundation. But Without having the proper constraints and tolerations in your business, I think that you would be at risk to grow out of control, scale out of control, run off the tracks. And so I'll break down quickly kind of with traffic and funnels specifically, um, how we kind of do it. So the end of last year, Taylor and I were talking we're like, man, we want to do other things. We want to really put more time into the real estate stuff, go all in on the sales mentor thing. And to do that, we had to create what I call cap space for ourselves. We had to create room for ourselves. And so the thing was, you know, we need to budget ourselves a certain amount of time for traffic and funnels. And so that put pressure on us to remove ourselves from the things that we absolutely should not be doing in the business. All right, because entrepreneurs, we love to control things. We love to just get our dirty little hands and everything. But you cannot, you cannot scale a business without it depending on you that way. And so having that goal, okay, five hours a week. Well, if I only have five hours a week, how in the world can I be a CEO, a manager company that does seven figures a, 
uh, a month on five, five hours a week. Well, I've got to have leverage points. And so for us, that was identifying those pillars that I talked about before, having those leaders, putting them in place, having the goals very clear for them, it being 100% their job, their duty, their responsibility to accomplish those goals. And I'm just an advisor, an investor, and just a help and a guide for them. And so that was one of the big ways for us to do it. Um, and our toleration is they've got to figure it out. It's their job to accomplish whatever goal it might be for their area of the business. And my job is just to be a support. And so one, like once that clicked, and then the, those people had the freedom even to make mistakes, right? We have the right constraints. We have guardrails and stuff. So they don't run the business into the ground. Like we're still around. Um, man, it was just, it took us to the next level. Right. I think that's such a powerful thing is I think often there's a, a guilt around not working associated with the business, or there's a sense of responsibility or a sense that I'm the leader, I'm the owner, I need to be here the latest, I need to be here the earliest. And the fact of the matter is that's just not true. Um, you can't fill other people's cups up with an empty cup. And, you know, when you realize that most people don't expect that of you, and really, you're the only person that expects that of yourself. Um, that can be a big unlock. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Yeah, you know, our, our thing is, why can't I do a million dollars a month in revenue on a day a week of work? Well, you can. So then, the thing is, I think the issue is people don't ask those high level questions. And when you start and you get to a place in a, in a pattern and a habit of asking. What might seemingly be a, a ridiculous question now becomes normal and then normal becomes life. So that is, you know, how do I do manage or grow a business million dollars a month on five hours a week of work? Well, it starts with asking the question and then your brain starts to work out the process to get there. But I think people's standards are so low, their, their tolerations are so low where they don't have really any boundaries. And it's actually fun to be able to answer those questions. And so now like the questions I'm asking are, are it's just another level of ridiculous. And most people I would talk to and like just on the street, they would, they would look at me like a deer in headlights. Like they have no clue what I'm talking about. You know, even some of the stuff I tell my wife, she's like, what are you even saying right now? But you know, that's the gift of being an entrepreneur. We have the ability to invent and to create and to make things happen. Right? Like we are a gift to the world. And I think that we need to appreciate that and go all in on it and just embrace our ridiculousness. It's all right. Embrace, embrace your ridiculousness. Yes. Coming to a targeted Facebook ad for a t-shirt <laughs> near you very soon. <laughs> so we, I mean, we've covered so many things. I think the last thing that I want to do before we wrap up is just get a little bit tactical because I think uh, one of the really powerful things that you're able to do is find great people, but also, um, help people get to a level like obviously in sales, you guys have figured out how to turn almost anyone into a high performing salesperson. And I'm sure the same is true about many of the other areas of the business. What are kind of some of those core tenants for you when it comes to finding the right people and getting them successful in their roles? Yeah. So, um, we've had a lot of success finding people in our network who they kind of already follow us, whether it's our podcast or they're in our Facebook group. So if you have any of that, your email list, tap into those people who have already following you, listen to your stuff, 
they kind of just have a clue of what you're about. That's a really good starting point that is, it's helped us. Um, the other thing too, when bringing someone in and hiring someone is I find that we, we made this mistake a lot. And I'd say that most entrepreneurs make this mistake a lot is they don't have, they haven't clearly identified what their actual necessity is, what their actual expectations are for the person, for where they're coming in at the business and where they need for them to help get the business to. Okay. So that's, that's important. The other part is actually communicating those expectations to the person. And it sounds so simple, but it's so important. It's something that's, that people miss so much. Um, and being okay with, if they're not in alignment with that expectation, you want to know that as soon as possible. Right. Um, the other part that I'd say that is kind of our superpower is our culture. We've invested a lot into building the proper culture. And so I'm, I'm probably going to end up writing a book on leverage. You know, it's kind of one of my jams and something I love because I just don't want to, I don't want to put out a lot of effort to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't, um, I want a lot for very little effort. And so because of that, we've had to figure out how to do these things. And, and so how do I get all these new people coming into the business to really have our ethos, to have our culture? Well, it's got to be through other people. And so we put a lot of, a lot of effort and attention um, to building that asset. All of that in the show notes. If you're listening, scroll down, check it out, get some more Chris in your life. And with all of that, Chris, I can't thank you enough for making the time uh, for coming on and for sharing Absolutely. so much knowledge. We really appreciate it. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you've ever found yourself thinking, man, I get so much value from this podcast. I wish there was something I could do to return the favor. Well, today's your lucky day because you can leave us a review wherever you're listening to this. And it is incredibly helpful. Of course, if you haven't grabbed a free copy of the Agency Profit Toolkit, go and get that. It's got tons of free resources to help you improve your profitability. If you're looking to get in the fast lane and get help from experts to improve your profitability and measure your most important metrics, then apply for a consultation at parakeeto.com. We'd love to chat with you and figure out how we can help. With all of that, thank you so much for being a listener and we will see you on the next episode.